0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Waterlad Podcast, I'm James Marshall and firstly I give a quick shout out to Fortune Favors, Pure Sports CBD and Manscaped for helping bring this podcast to you and stay tuned to the end of this episode to find out how you can get involved in one of these three hissing products. But anyway today I have an absolute treat for you all, I've had a lot of requests for this lad to come on, I didn't think I'd get him on but he's here and he's ready to share some yarns. He's played for the Chiefs, he's played for the Canes, and now he's starting for the Blues. He's a Tasman Marco legend, and he's knocking on the door of international rugby. It is the lad himself, Finlay Christie. Welcome, Reid. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, Jabba. Hey. Pleasure. I didn't think I was going to get you on, but you're here. Yeah, got there in the end, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Only took 10 rounds, but yeah. we got there. And uh, just in time for the big dance, the big final this yeah. weekend. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Um,
1: second final in two years so yeah hopefully we can do the job
0: and another big season from yourself no oh, I got there took a while at the start but yeah started tick away and got some pretty good footy in how's the body feeling
1: oh it's all right it's been a long sort of season for that but uh, it's holding up all right at the moment
0: because you had a bit of a scare at the start of the year didn't you
1: yeah yeah buggered my neck so had a couple bulge discs and whatnot and um, so I was out for about three or four months I think at the start of the year But
0: And how did they settle down? Did you have surgery? Nah, no, no.
1: surgery but um, I had all tingles and stuff in my arms So that was the main thing but got, all that, got rid of all that And then um, at the moment just managing it sort of The yeah. neck still feels horrific <laughs> <laughs> You still throw yourself in there yeah, like it's a hundred Yeah, <laughs> a bit of adrenaline must have in the game or something But yeah, nah, it's, it's not too bad
0: and at the start of the tasman season as well you had uh surgery yeah surgery had um appendix ripped out so how did that come about oh out of the blue
1: um was that training on a monday i think yeah half day finished at about one i remember walking walking back to the car and talking to to mitch hunt and i said oh my stomach's a bit sore just playing up a bit yeah but just thought it was food or something. Went and played nine <laughs> holes with him after yeah. after training. And the whole time at golf I was just like, oh, something's not right. Like it's just real bad pains. Yeah. And um I think I had chicken or something the night before and I was like, maybe it was that. Could be food poisoning. But tried to sleep that night and it was just kept me up all night. Oh yeah. Really? And that's when I was like, oh, something's not right. Talked to um Alex, Nank, and um he had his appendix out two years, two years ago, so as soon as I told him All the pains And the symptoms He was like Go and see Doc cause that's Was that that night? That was the next morning Oh true Yeah the next morning So I had, yeah, had a shit sleep Talked to him in the morning And he's like Go and see Doc Same, same as what I had Pretty much Yeah <laughs> And um, I think I rang Doc Because Doc had just had his kid Oh true So he hadn't yeah. been in for like a week Sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> um, And he's like I'll just go into the emergency room Yeah And I was like shit Emergency room <laughs> Anyway like it was all COVID was still sort of around Yeah And they were like asking you Have you been out of the country And I had to like be on the buzzer At the door sort yeah. of thing And I was <laughs> like Am I sure I'm in the right place I've just got a sort of stomach Sort of thing But anyway I ended up being in there all day Sort of They um doing scans and all these tests they couldn't figure it out at the start yeah apparently the little um less body fat you have the harder it is to find your appendix oh no chance of finding they yours, were like, we just couldn't find it they're doing ultrasounds <laughs> I think I did two scans um what's blood test what's your body fat I'm not sure what's it's your skin folds you must be nah they actually people think they're low as but they're oh, 60 50 oh yeah um, but anyway yeah so like blood tests and everything and then they, they sort of found found it at about four o'clock. I think I was in there for about eight hours. yeah blow went dead, everything. Oh, uh, night, shambles. <laughs> um, but yeah and then they they tried to take it out that night, but the person before me took ages in surgery and then got it out the next morning. so I think it was like a wed- the Wednesday morning. Had it out, which is a bit gutting because I was pretty keen to play. But um, (laughs) But you had the quickest return to play in Appendix history, I think. (laughs) Doc tried to tell me it would be about a month back to playing, which I was sort of not too keen on because I wanted to get my 50. Yeah. And I knew I had to play. I could miss a couple sort of thing. Yeah. I I sort of worked it out as I could miss three and then still get in the round robin. Yeah. And then I'd be safe sort of thing, so. It was sort of in my head, I wanted to make it <laughs> as short as possible. So he was like, stay all, like, off your feet and stuff. And I did that for probably the first week. And then I think I was getting into a bit of training and stuff. And yeah. convinced Doc <laughs> and the physio
0: to let me play. So, um, yeah, he's been good. into it since. Got there in the end. And you've been on fire. Another massive year for you. Knocking on the door for <laughs> international rugby. Have yeah. you made any decisions around what nation
1: you're. Nah. Not really, sort of in the works, but um, with everything going on overseas, I think it's probably been another couple of years or something if I go over there, but yeah, yeah, it's good to have
0: options, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. So let's go back to um, the start for you. You were obviously born in Scotland. Yep. What, was, what was it like <laughs> for you growing up? Um, pretty rural sort of thing.
1: My mum's from a... Um, farming family and that so my uncle and cousins and stuff still live over there yeah um moved around a couple times and then um I think when I was seven we moved over here and that's uh up in Pukekohe so been there ever since
0: yeah you look we saw a video of you the other day and (laughs) somebody you were (laughs) mad as a snake growing up (laughs) mad I don't (laughs) know how my mum coped. I don't think she even did at (laughs) some stages but yeah absolutely mad
1: um did you have pr- brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got one brother oh, yeah. He's about a year older than me oh, Yeah, true. Um, But he's pretty mellow I think I got all the <laughs> madness out of
0: him <laughs> well, yeah. That's classic And then how'd you find coming to New Zealand? Um, yeah, it was, it was good I eh? um Pretty fun
1: Yeah As a kid, just pretty outdoorsy uh, Us, so me and my brother just, You know, outside all the time Same thing with that Lost yeah. the accent pretty quick Yeah as you, you know, that video—it's <laughs> <laughs> a shocker, eh? Um, but yeah, and then um, I actually got into gymnastics. So, so was that
0: bef- was that in Scotland or was that just? I don't in New think Zealand? so.
1: I think um, I'm pretty sure it was in New Zealand. Yeah, um, came over, and I think 2003 we moved over, and that was the year I'd started gymnastics. So oh, true. And, um, started pretty young, and I think I did that for about eight years. What got you in there? No idea Billy in the movie <laughs> oh, Yeah I don't know <laughs> Probably because I had too much energy I always,
0: That's what I was reckon
1: <laughs> Too much energy So my mum was like Right I need you out of the house yeah. Go and there for a couple of hours
0: But you were pretty good at gym
1: Oh I got there in the end Yeah sort of um, Stuck at it a bit and, and, and got into Sort of senior levels But never I guess Olympics and that's always the goal In those type of sports Yeah And um, Sort of started to get All right Went to a couple of, like international comps and stuff, oh, but true. not at the highest level, but at like the senior levels and that and then all my mates and stuff were playing footy and yeah. I think I was year eleven then yeah. at school, so I was they were mm. all going out on the weekends and starting <laughs> to get into all that and I was like wasn't going out, had practice on Saturdays and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that was sort of the ending for me, like <laughs> all my mates going out and doing everything and Loved me just not being able to do. Out of them, so um <laughs> Yeah I called it there And started playing footy and stuff and that's where it all Sort of started there
0: What events did you do?
1: Uh, all round oh. So yeah It was um, All six of the men's ones Which is the floor The pommel horse uh, Rings The vault Which is the jumping one Yeah um, Parallel bars and the high bar So oh, I did it all, all around Yeah Everyone always asks me Did you do the ribbon and the balls <laughs> <laughs> All the girls ones <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But No. Yeah one What was, was your fun. favourite one? Um Probably the floor or that high bar because you're just bouncing around really or yeah. swinging around, so it was always good fun. Yeah. Do you miss it? Oh, I did a wee bit. I sort of got over it now, but yeah. it was pretty cool. It was it was we had a real sort of tight group of mates that all did it, and yeah. Once we got to that age, it was sort of like a few a few started leaving, and then there was only a couple that sort of stuck around. And um, but yeah, it was real. It was real good fun. Obviously, learning to do flips and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. If you committed
0: to it, do you reckon you could have gone to the Olympics? Oh,
1: unsure. Hard to know. Maybe, but it's, it's hard to know. Not too many from New Zealand guys, but um, potentially.
0: Yeah. It was good fun. So then how did you get into the rugby side of things? Obviously um, followed your mates in, but...
1: Yeah. Well, I remember year seven and eight at school, um, the rugby games were on Wednesday afternoons. Oh, true. During school time. So yeah. I think every Wednesday was like sports afternoon and you'd play other schools. So year seven and eight at school, I still I played footy, cause we, I could, cause I couldn't play on the weekends because of training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so year seven and eight I played. I think I was a flanker back then. Oh yeah. Um, and then after that I had to stop, so I didn't play again until year eleven, and then that's when I finished gymnastics and sort of started playing footy. Yeah. And I think I, my first one I trialed at seven. I, there was a trial and. One half of it, I tried at flanker, and one half I tried at halfback or something. <laughs> <laughs> the coach was like, "You went way better at halfback. Maybe you should try that." <laughs> he sort of convinced me. I always wanted to play seven because I was just into everything sort of thing. Yeah. So Were you small back then? Was sort of that I sort of stayed there, and then that was when everyone else started growing, but oh, I yeah. sort of didn't because obviously gymnastics sort of stunts everyone's growth. So yeah, year seven and eight, I was normal size, and then sort of stayed there for a few <laughs> years and never
0: got vases. So. And you were at St. Kent's? Yeah, St. Kent's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got sent up there. And they've got a pretty good rugby programme up yeah, there, eh? Yeah, not that I went up there
1: for footy, but... <laughs> oh, you were um, there for gymnastics? Nah, I just got sent <laughs> up. I <for laughs> <laughs> think they had a gymnastics team, it's a bit, bit odd, but no. Nah. <laughs> so how did you find your time at St. Kent's? Yeah, that no, was good, eh? Um Once I started playing footy, it was good fun, and then I think I boarded my last two years, which... Which is real good um because i lived an hour away so we were up on the bus every day yeah um and then obviously started playing footy and um boarding was real good fun yeah um somehow i made the first 15 in year 13. don't know how i was shot i was still shocking at footy back then you oh know? yeah yeah had no idea true just real yeah had no idea radic <laughs> <of name. laughs> didn't know anything about like structures or anything yeah like yeah that. It just, just went yeah. For it.
0: but you're half back
1: yeah, yeah. i was a halfback yeah I was probably just fit, that's probably the one thing that got me in there, just my fitness. So yeah. yeah.
0: And then you went down to Christchurch when in yep. uni, eh?
1: Um I've sort of in everywhere. So finished school in what, twenty thirteen. Um and then I stayed in Pookie for a year just working oh, and yeah. I worked on a farm for a bit, like a couple of orchards, bit of building. So of rugby was never in the Nah. World. Um I was like, oh I gave it a pretty good crack, like made the first fifteen, which was mean. Yeah. Well, I was pretty pretty happy that I made that. Yeah. Like had a few games and stuff. Um I remember the manager of the first fifteen told me he asked counties if they had any spots for me in the academy. Yeah. And so this was while I was still at school and they said no, nah, they didn't and I was like I wasn't too bothered. I was like, Oh yeah, it's all good, I'll just yeah. go and I think I wanted to be a mechanic, so I was gonna go and do that in Pookie or something. Had a had a year there. I um Tana Umanga came to one of the um, pookie trainings, I think I was playing under 21s, and um, he brought me back into the academy there, so I, I got a year in the academy um, at counties, and it was sort of, it was good fun, but I was still sort of not really going anywhere, still didn't know too much about footy, and yeah. was working and all that, and sort of got sick of work, I was like, this is this is boring, I, yeah. like, I want to go and do something, my mate was down in Christchurch at uni, and I was like, oh, I'll go down there, give it a crack. Tried engineering, lasted six months.
0: <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. this wasn't for you? Yeah, too hard, too much study. I've
1: never been a big like studier, so, you know, set Teachers the bar high and then, <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, um, six months of engineering and then changed to commerce. Oh, and then true. I think I only got a year through there, and then had to leave as well. So, um, kicked that in the guts pretty early. But you um, played um, club rugby down there, yeah. Right? So, I had two years down there, which was awesome, um, playing for um, university. I think that was 2015 and 16 and then out of my 16 season got a gig up here so. Because you,
0: were you player of, the, player of the year down Yeah there I managed clubs?
1: to get that somehow so um, got that player of the year and that sort of I guess that made me a wee bit of a name and that's how I probably got the contract up here yeah. so that's where it all really started, kicked so, off.
0: So how did you go from this average <laughs> player to becoming the best player in Christchurch <laughs> club, like that's a pretty big growth. Yeah
1: i got no idea really, I was... <laughs> Yeah, Tony, the CEO, always says he. Well actually, I was just the pisshead down at Christchurch, like at uni, like I was loving footy, but yeah. I was like, I was obviously, then like I started to get a bit better, and I had goals of I wanted to be a footy player, but I was still like at uni and yeah. doing all that, like living the uni life as you do. So it all, it honestly, just happened so quick. Like, yeah. um Started playing alright, and then that 2016 season at club, like yeah, just. Started playing pretty good And then got the call up here So There was never really a moment Where I was like Fuck I could do it here It was sort of I was just going along And then it all just Just happened Even from there I played one season of um, Tassie And I think I only started Like a couple games Because like Billy Guyton Was here back then Yeah And I was 20 Like still had no idea Yeah um, And then got a gig at the Chiefs And I was just like With all all in about four months I'd gone from
0: club to play in might attend to like super rugby true. so you'd only play two games for tassie oh, to I go up to the chiefs
1: no you? i played i think i played like 10 that season oh, but yeah, most yeah. of them were off the bench oh, so true. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember back
0: then when it was a bit more wild
1: <laughs> i was playing about 10 minutes i remember thinking at the end of the season i was like this isn't right i'm playing 10 minutes <laughs> a week because back then there was the storm week oh, we yeah, played yeah, three yeah. games yeah and i was like i'm playing 10 minutes off the bench and pissing up three times a week sort of thing I was like is this professional footy or what Because I remember we had like Auckland up there on a Thursday Then played on like a Sunday And then and then a Saturday before it And we got pissed up after each one And I was like this is wild sort of thing um, This must be professional footy What a taste But yeah it's good footy. stuff Had all the hard heads back then Bone and stuff leading the charge Oh true Yeah it was good stuff it is good <coughs>
0: and then how'd you find going up to the chiefs
1: yeah that was real good it was again it was out of the blue yeah um I remember just I think the CEO again Tony came up to me and said the, the chiefs are pretty keen to get you up and all. that that was just a big surprise um but then I mean the story of going there is a bit funny as well um it was all sort of during your do <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> there, there was that draft thing where oh, they do all yeah, the drafts yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I'd, I'd known for like a couple of weeks The Chiefs were pretty keen to sign me So I was like sweet But then it was all like Had to go through that draft thing yeah. And then I think it was during either the week of the final Or during after that When we were all on the piss. The, the Hurricanes sort of came into the equation as well oh, yeah. And they were pretty keen to get me And I didn't really know much about it at all I just um, I had a meeting with Dave Rennie Who was at the Chiefs before this So yeah. I thought I was going there and then it all came like, I remember it was like Sunday or Monday of India do, Like we were all pissed. My agent's like trying to call <laughs> me. Finally gets gets me on the phone. He's like, mate, we're like, where have you been? This is all going down <laughs> like now. I'm um, like, dusty ass, Like sorry, like been pissing up sort of thing. And um, I went from like hurricanes. They're like, no, I'm going to the Chiefs. To now, okay, I'll go to the hurricanes. So was it event. your decision? Or how sort did the draft of, work? Well, um. So the Hurricanes, oh, the Chiefs said they'll take me on the draft thing. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. And then the Hurricanes said, we'll take you in the draft, but give you two years, a two-year thing. So I was like, oh, you'd be silly probably not to take two years. So I was like, sweet, I'll go there. And then the Chiefs came back and said, I'll give you a full, which was still one year, but more money. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, still on the fence. But then I was like, oh, the Chiefs is in Hamilton. My rents are just up the road, Mm. all that. So I ended up going there. Yeah. And that that I remember making that decision like five minutes before or something like change. <laughs> I, I can't remember quite what it was, but I was on the phone to my agent like changing my mind like every Fully five steamed. minutes. Yeah, just <laughs> in
0: one, just the whole time. Uh, yeah, it was really crazy. Did you wake up the next day <laughs> happy with your decision? Or <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, it was alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a wild couple of days. Yeah, true.
0: And then did you get much mm. of a run for the Chiefs?
1: Um, I actually did. I got a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, that was the year Brad Weber broke his leg, oh, yeah. so TKB was there. Tawira Kubalo was up there, um, and like my thinking was, I'll go up and learn. Like I'm, I'm not gonna, I was like Webby's there, TKB's there. Yeah, I'm not gonna play any footy, but it'll be mean because I'll learn because TKB was in the All Blacks and yeah. Webby's like pretty experienced, so I was like they will be real good for learning. And I remember I was still quite a Sort of shy footy player I like didn't really Back myself too much And all that yeah. um, And I remember Webby breaking his leg At the 10s And um, someone Turned around to me It might have been I think Sam Kane Was in the stands Because we were all In the stands When they were playing The final yeah. at the 10s Yeah. And Webby broke his leg And someone It might have been him It may not have But anyway I Turned around to me And he goes Oh that's you boy Like you're sort of in now Because he's broken his leg Yeah. And I remember Standing there Just like <laughs> 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 what is going to happen now like, um, I was like oh geez, he's out for the whole year sort of thing yeah. It could be me yeah. um, But uh, I ended up getting I think 9 or 10 games um, I think all of them were off the bench But yeah. a lot more than I expected And it was all pretty good And then ended up getting that Lions game which was pretty cool yeah. Managed to start in that Which was, yeah, it was probably the highlight yeah. That one Sold I remember out. carving up in that Yeah, I somehow too, had yeah, a yeah, blindness for like, some yeah, reason, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, that was definitely the highlight. Sort of sold out at um, um, Waikato Stadium, playing against that um, Laidlaw, who was the Scottish nine, yeah. which was pretty cool. Oh, true. Um, so, yeah, that was man. awesome, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rents obviously loved it. <laughs> I bet.
0: Crack up. And then, so what Um, <coughs> what made you leave the Chiefs?
1: Um, it sort of... Um, with the change in coaches So Rennie went to Glasgow yeah. And then Colin Cooper came in And he was obviously from Taranaki So he brought in Triple T from yeah. the Canes yeah. So I sort of didn't have a choice that I had to leave Because they had already I, th- I don't know how it all worked But they had already signed um, JT, Jonathan Talmatini For the next year after Oh true So, he was, so there was no more spots Which is all good like, yeah. um, So I pretty much ended up Just doing a swap with Triple T And went down to the Canes Yeah. Which I didn't know too much about But it was sort of my only option, which was cool. Uh, I was still excited. Like obviously, you had a lot of awesome players and stuff.
0: Yeah. How did you find your time at the Canes?
1: Yeah, no, it was, it was good, eh? Great bunch of lads, like some real good mates and um, played a wee bit. Probably didn't play any, any decent footy, but um, got a few games. I think got 15 games in two years or something. And yeah. Yeah, really enjoyed my time with all the boys down there. Who so were you living with? <laughs> so first year, I was with Sam Henwood oh, yeah. and his missus, <laughs> which was all good. Pretty tame. We screwed, although I didn't really know anyone in the team yeah. Um, before we moved down other than Henwood, oh, true. so we went down and we are just like, oh, we'll live together sort yeah. of thing, which was all good, but then my next year I lived with Chippy and um, Jonah Lowe <laughs> and Jackson Garden Bashett. Oh, so wow. you can imagine that was pretty <laughs> mad, yeah. You <laughs> would have fitted in well with yeah. those boys. <laughs> Great crew. There
0: must yeah. have been a few midweekers and stuff with those, has any good yarns?
1: Oh... Nothing too. I don't know if this couple <laughs> probably couldn't say them. A couple midweekers, as they, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> none of those boys were really playing either, were they? No,
1: nah, well Chippy, that year Chippy was playing a fair bit at the start and oh, then sort of right. didn't. And then Jonesy was the same. He was injured a wee, a wee bit. And we are all sort of in the same boat, sort of yeah. playing a couple and then play, not playing a few. So <laughs> <laughs> if we, we would either go home and play club or just stay and have a few beers, as you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. as you do. And then, so you are there for two years and then... <laughs> Blues Yeah, two years there, and then um,
1: Leon messaged me. He was at the, he was at the Blues, obviously, and said there's a spot available. So that was probably probably my biggest decision. I was sort of just like I was I was liking it at the Canes, but obviously TJ was there playing. Yeah. He plays high minutes, which is which is all good. Um, and then so you're thinking. Oh, do I want to stay here where I'm comfortable and already know everything, or like there's a chance for me to sort of play if I yeah. go up there? So that was the main thinking behind it. And then in the end, I sort of was like, bugger it, I'll just sort of try and do
0: what's right for me to get some
1: minutes and stuff. So yeah. I ended up going up there and yeah.
0: How was everyone when you told them that news? Everyone <laughs> take it nicely? Yeah, lovely. <laughs>
1: Plum tree loved
0: it. How <laughs> did <laughs> that oh. go down? Hey? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't know if you'll hear this, but um I remember I told Jace Holland and he was he sort of he understood and he was talking about it. He's a real good bloke, so I told him the thinking behind it. Yeah. And you know, I remember walking into training the next day and I got up to the top stairs and um Plums was coming from the coach's office to the like, lounge area at yeah. the Canes bit, And he sort of walked past me just staring like death stare at me. <laughs> And I was like You all good plums? And he's like Sort of walking away I was until I saw you <laughs> <laughs> And then we entered the kitchen And I was just like Oh jeez Fuck But nah it was all, He was all good after it Sort of yeah, un- understood and stuff But Just the deaths there got classic, me. Uh, yeah Classic That's
0: good stuff And then how'd you find it Up in Auckland?
1: Yeah it was good I, um, By then I'd sort of been away From home for A um, few years So it was good to get back where well, um, close to where my parents live Yeah. Um, so they were just like half an hour down the road Got a flat with a few of the boys across the road from base Because obviously going up there I was like fuck traffic yeah. If I don't find a decent house I'm going to be driving for ages yeah. Like If I live at home it'll be an hour driving every time So luckily I found a flat with Tom Robinson and stuff There was, there was already, They already had a flat sorted out in the spare room So I got that across the road so that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Literally walked to training, yeah. Eight o'clock training out of bed at seven fifty sort of <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're walking.
0: Hey? And how did you find the culture? Obviously you <coughs> been in three different ones. How did they all compare?
1: No, nah, it was good, eh? I I from the outside you obviously see the blues of old and, and, and there's a lot of mixed sort of viewings of it of it and whatever in reckon So I was sort of a bit not worried but didn't know what to expect Going in But yeah. going in there it was It was a real good right. um, Sort of blew me away Everyone was real tight And everyone was real Good bastards And yeah, um, just real different To what you'd expect So probably credit to them How good it was And I guess Leon Had driven a pretty good culture Since he'd been there I think he might have Sort of changed it around And Yeah um, I think a, a real A good way to view it Is like In that lockdown um, You'd think a lot of the the boys being, being the blues would sort of get unfit and everything like that, but yeah. um, we sort of drove it real tough on each other, and we all, everyone came back and was running PB Broncos and um, lifting PBs. So yeah. that sort of summed it up for me. Like I don't know, I guess it, how the, they changed it all cultures going yeah, just places. work, work grade and work ethic, and so That's it was real great. good. Yeah,
0: and obviously the media yeah. grew a lot when you. Um, Bodie and Dan Carter arrived. So, <laughs> <laughs> how did you find all that that side of things? Obviously, there was a lot more up there in Auckland.
1: Yeah, media every week. Eh? So, um, it's weird. Once you start playing, they start coming for you. Eh? I'm <laughs> oh shit at telling yards, shit at talking in front of the cameras, and you'll say stuff and then go home and watch and just feel like, oh. So, yeah, it's, oh, it's all right. It's all part of it, isn't it? Yeah. But, Everyone's had some shockers, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but how did you find um having Bodie and Dan Carter up there? Yeah, no, it was me,
1: no. Eh? So obviously he had Bodie at the canes with me, so I knew him, which was which was cool, and then um Dan Carter coming in also was mean, just his experience. So he, yeah. he was just helping out with everything. I remember his first training, he came in and just started we we're doing back drills and stuff, and he'd just start saying like Instant feedback to everyone and stuff, and everyone's like, "All oh, right, yeah, right <laughs> listening straight away, <laughs> sort of thing." Like he's straight into it, which yeah. is exactly what you want. Yeah, um, and obviously Bodie up there as well was real good for the team and everything. So yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome.
0: And then the um, South team, yeah, how good was that?
1: Ah, uh, it was all good. Eh? It was a pretty surprised as well. But
0: yeah. um, oh,
1: it was in the back of my mind, sort of trying to work it out because I remember they did all the. Um, the eligibility thing or how they're going to yeah, select yeah, all the yeah. teams. And I was like, oh, there's not too many people from the South Island. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't really expect anything. Yeah. And then I think I remember my old man <laughs> read the article and stuff and seen the team name and
0: came in yelling or something. <laughs> so that's how I knew I made it. But <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool, Yeah. yeah. So would you, that's another one, would you consider yourself a North Islander or a South Islander? Oh, like if you were choosing, like. I don't
1: know. What island? I guess I've lived in the North Island for longer, but... Yeah. I don't know. Don't really... Not too bothered, to be honest. (laughs) South Island, because there's less players, so it's easy to make it. (laughs) That. Yeah.
0: You might have fallen for a call from Dennis as well. (laughs) (laughs) That. I probably would have. Lucky you had a name.
1: Jeez. I'm so glad I pulled one of those. Hook, line, and sinker, probably.
0: (laughs) Okay, and and what's your plans going forward? Obviously you're very wanted by the Scotland national team, so... Um. Oh, I've had a
1: few yarns with them, but um, I've got another year at the Blues and I'm sort of just working through it at the moment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely there next year and then sort of working through after that. But I'm still sort of... <laughs> I suck at making decisions, so it takes me about a month yeah. or two to sort it out.
0: But, yeah. Is there <laughs> the ambition to make the All Blacks or...? Um, It's weird for me. I, I've I've never really... I guess... The ambitions
1: to play international footy, yeah, but um, for me there was never really that early on because yeah. I never thought I was like good enough to to play it. So yeah, it's pretty weird at the moment coming to grips with um trying to tell myself oh that, like that's the goal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the ambition is international footy and whether that's the All Blacks or like if I don't make that then I guess I have the um opportunity to go to Scotland which is which is awesome. So yeah. I'm pretty lucky in that way that I have options um, but yeah I was with all the COVID stuff happening over there I sort of thought it's was, it was probably better I stay over here for another year with just certainty around yeah. more the super stuff like if you go over there and the club stuff isn't playing yeah. and, and all that so you, you don't know if the pay cuts and everything so that was sort of my thinking behind the next year or two
0: Fair enough. do you have any um, time frame on that decision
1: yeah I don't know I sort of just take it as it comes and Yeah, I've got to be playing well to even consider playing international footy so yeah I sort of played i don't know what it was seven maybe seven all good games for the blues so that doesn't really make me a walk-in or anything you know so i've got to go out and prove myself the next couple years before i even think about
0: any international stuff so yeah yeah you're a pretty chilled out customer (laughs) yeah who doesn't know how good he is (laughs) eh? (laughs) yeah yeah it's obviously because you the whole the whole way through you were never like that good and it's all sort of
1: Probably, yeah. Know, you've had such a rapid rise, you've <laughs> yeah. W- I'd say so, yeah. Probably, that's crazy, eh? Yeah.
0: And now your game's just like right on point. Yeah, one of the best nines in the world. Happen, oh, here he <laughs> <it> is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, some career, but we have about. We've gone to the Instagram for some questions, there and we've go. got we've got that many because there's <laughs> that many people wanting you on the show. Okay, first question. Top five ginger rugby players at the moment. Oh jeez, I only
1: know Tom Robinson and Jamie Booth. So <laughs> <laughs> one equal <laughs> top five. Jeez, there must be a few. Um, I would probably have to there must go be a few
0: on that Scottish team.
1: Tom Robinson and Boothy; those those two are pretty classy. So Shewins, um, yep, Shewins t- for the top three. Um, who else is ginger? I'm thinking Paul Tito But that's we. Yeah thinking. you can go in there <laughs> We can go we're all chuck in there um,
0: <laughs> That's about it isn't it <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah Yeah. Top okay. five
1: is the only five
0: Fair enough Yeah If if you're ginger you're in <laughs> <laughs> Let us know who else is ginger uh, Favourite all time rugby player uh, Back in the day It was Carlos Spencer So oh, I'll just say like him yeah, yeah he was
1: my favourite Back in the day Skaki Yeah probably because he used to always pull the fingers at the crowd. (laughs) 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 And that's a you. (laughs) You and Boothie, actually. (laughs) Boothie did that the other week too.
0: Okay, who's the better ginger, you or Boothie? Boothie, he's electric. (laughs) (laughs) So humble. This one is from Daniel Munro, who's um, a good Tasman lad, Jamie Spott. Have you had any (laughs) advice from the All Blacks? Uh no. I guess a bit of feedback from that north south thing if you count that as it, but no, nah, not really. You don't hear from them at all. Nah. Not oh, true. Okay, next question. Chiefs, canes, blues in three consecutive years. Can he go Crusaders and Highlanders? Yeah, I've ticked off the North Islands.
1: So yeah. <laughs> only two more to go. I'm working my way down slowly. Would that be a goal? <laughs> no oh. one's done it before, eh? Maybe if I sort of do all my stuff and then come back in 10 years and <laughs>
0: have to <laughs> <laughs> nah. well Goody would get you to the Crusaders and man would get you to the Highlanders so yeah. you're, a, you're a good chance to be the first lady <laughs> to ever do that I reckon he's a chance <laughs> <laughs> when will he use his gymnastic skills in a post try celebration mm, I've always said if it was like a massive say I scored
1: last try in the final or something yeah. then I probably would then but it'd have to be like that so wouldn't sure. sort of be just around. <laughs> I don't reckon it'd have to be up there. Yeah, it'd have, to, it'd have to. it to be this worth the celebration. Hey? Yeah, <laughs> it'd have to be worth the celebration.
0: Yeah. What sort of um, gym move would you do? I don't know. Probably the backflip or something. Oh, true. Yeah. Can you do like, them pretty easy? Yeah, yeah, pretty easy. Yeah.
1: Once you learn to do them, that much it's pretty stays with you a lot. True. That's good. Yeah.
0: Biggest pest and also biggest liability on a night out in the team.
1: Biggest liability
0: Oh there's a lot
1: <laughs> A lot of pests <laughs> yeah. I'll probably be up there for everyone else <laughs> You've got can't to save the biggest liability um, Biggest liability um, Oh Bruce sort of Sometimes can hit a wall pretty hard <laughs> like I'm pretty, I've got a few yards about him <laughs> Getting carried home and whatnot. But yeah I'll just go to yeah biggest liability. What about Pess? Oh, it'd be hard to go past Mitch Hunt. Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> <is> yeah. <laughs> I'll actually go liability Tom Hill. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Huge liability. <laughs> I hope he listens to this too.
0: Okay. Is it true that your ass cheek got bitten by a horse when you were eight? No. Okay, last question. This one is a story request from your flatmate, Bruce. Oh, no. About your um, drunk driving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Can you tell it? I probably can actually. Yeah, go on, it was a while let's back. finish with a bang.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a while back. I was still at school, wasn't professional back then. So, yeah.
0: um, so how old were you?
1: 18 I think. 18. Yeah.
0: Last year at school.
1: Last year at school, I think it was the term three holidays and so we'd finished footy and everything and it yeah. was sort of, I guess it was your... Back then, school time, end year, do. You
0: would switched off. <laughs> yeah, switched <laughs> off.
1: So we were it at, at a mate's sort of batch for the weekend or four or five days sort of thing in the holidays. And we, had, we were all, I don't know, what's your 13? You've just turned 18, sort of. Yeah. So we could all buy our own person, and whatnot. Yeah. So it's good fun, um, boozing up and whatnot. I remember I had a little CC Chinese motorbike yeah. that me and my brother <laughs> sort of learnt to ride when we were real young. And it would, it would always just sit in the shed. Yeah. And it was broken for four or five years, sort of, and we sort of got it out and fixed it um, that year. And so it was always sitting around at home. And I was like, they'd go good at the beach, like yeah. down at the beach, sort of ride around. And anyway, I decided to take it down this weekend, which probably wasn't <laughs> the weekend to take it down. <laughs> but anyway, so we get this motorbike down there, and we're riding it around, and then we'll booze up at night and sort of go for a little drive around on it and whatnot. And, yeah. and, and um. I think it was the Saturday night or something, my two mates rode it down to the pub. So it was probably, I don't know, a couple of k's from his batch to the pub. Yeah. And they drove it down there maybe four or five in the afternoon. So it still light and just left it outside. They said they chucked it in the bush so it would be sweet. And then they were at the pub all night and we I think we were still back at his batch. I think there was some big rugby game or something on. So we, we watched that at the batch and then it got dark and I was like, I don't I, re- I don't want it to get stolen because it's yeah. real good fun sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like to my we, we needed some more some more beers. So yeah. um one of my mates who wasn't drinking, he was like, I'll drive you down. Drove a few of us down we'll put in the back of the car. And I got, got the um bike and I remember I remember actually asking the there was a piss shop owner next to the pub. Yeah. So I went and got the bike. We needed more beer, so we went in there, and I remember asking the owner, because we were diesel yeah, sort of thing, I remember asking the owner of the piss shop, can I leave the bike in here overnight? I'll just leave it and i come get it in the morning. And they're like, nah, nah, you can't do that sort of thing. And my mates like chuck it in the back of your car, and for whatever reason, I was like, nah, fuck it, I'll just drive it home. Yeah. And I remember I had a box of cruisers that I just bought from the piss shop. So but I'm in... I'm in Hunting and fishing jersey Some big wide brim Cowboy hat <laughs> or something And bare feet and stubbies On this Like mounted as Motorbike yeah. With the box of cruisers On the front Yeah Trying to hoon through town True. It was dark So it was alright But I remember getting lost And I, I, I was like Shit I don't know where to go Anyway I just carried on Found a street that I knew And was just Sort of struggling <laughs> With all the, all, with all going on And this just Car pulled out And I was like Oh here we go It pulls up And it's a cop oh, okay. But I, I wasn't driving On the road yeah. So I thought I was all good Like Legit thought I was sweet Because <laughs> I was on the grass Like off the pavement <laughs> On the grass In between all the houses Yeah And I, and the motorbike's Like choke was all Broken and stuff So yeah. it revved real high And to turn it off You had to touch These two wires together <laughs> Like they It was all just Missed <laughs> really And this cop pulls up Next to us Next to me And um Turns the sidelight on, and, and I'm sitting on the bike with this box of cruisers, and the bike's just like, <laughs> like reving its tits off, and I'm like trying to touch these wires together, like mark, ah, mark. Ah. Anyway, I touch them together, and and um, he's all, like, "Have you been drinking?" Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, but I'm not on the road, sort of thing." <laughs> Try to plead my innocence, not on the road. What do you mean? And that was it, sort of. Oh, come with me. And yeah, it wasn't great. So, oh, where did he take you? Oh, to the police station oh, you had to blow the thing And whatnot. True Yeah
0: not great but What was the outcome from that?
1: Uh, blew, blew, I think I blew 650 Which is a wee bit over So I lost my licence Straight away Yeah And then I think I ended up Losing my licence For like three months Or something Again a wee bit of a 200 dollar fine or something True. It wasn't too bad But Lesson yeah. learned Lesson learned
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's a good yarn at least Oh Good yarn Yeah what a yarn and what a journey. <laughs> and you're only 26, so far out, you've still got... 25, yeah. Oh, 25. 25. Wikipedia. I think. Yeah, you're, we, no, must you're, have you're 26. <laughs> w- nah, Wikipedia's not wrong. <laughs> uh, no,
1: it's always said that in the um, match day things. What, your age? Yeah, but it always used to say I'm like one meter 80, 85 <laughs> and like 90kgs as well. So. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It yeah, claim it. <laughs> Oh, only 25,
0: hunky. so you got you got heaps of time left. Oh, so. you never know if the neck holds together. <laughs> yeah, how is the neck feeling? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's all right. Has its good, good days, go. has its bad days. True. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, really appreciate you coming on. Like oh, I geez. said at the start, didn't think I'd get you on, but awesome to have here your journey and your story and your yarns and um, all the best this weekend Thanks, in the final. Mate. Looking forward to seeing that backflip celebration yeah. on that <laughs> match winner <laughs> and all the best with your career whether you choose the all blacks or wow. scotland um, look forward to watching your career progress cheers jabber good fun Hoping my arms went too short <laughs> <laughs> one of the greats mate hey thanks <laughs> thanks mate so real quick i have an offer for you from pure sports cbd to give you a perfect chance to try this unreal product i reached out to this company because i love this stuff it's certified for athletes you can get it anywhere in the world you are listening to this new zealand included and most importantly it works so the offer is 20% off all you have to do is type in waterled with no spaces with a 20 on the end 20 in the promo code and you're away now we also have manscaped on board now this offer is only on for 1 month giving you 20% off and free shipping on any order on their website including the discounted one so there's massive savings to be had Manscaped have the best body hair clippers in the game. You will not cut yourself guaranteed. To get on this awesome discount, just in time for Christmas, go to manscaped.com, enter WATERLAD, in capitals, no spaces, in the promo code and enjoy. And last but not least, as always, we have Fortune Favors on board who have a 15% off discount for all our Water Lad listeners. It's heating up now, so it's a great time to load the fridge with some cold beers or ciders and chip away throughout the summer. To get the discount, go to Fortune Favors Beer website, which is fortunefavors.beer, and put in what a lad, no spaces in the promo code to enjoy.